Coming up on today's show, we have some special guests. The brothers, WDW, Reagan, and Ryan are joining us live in the studio to chat about all things parkeology and every ride challenge. That's coming up today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to Traveling with the Mouse. This is episode 314 for Friday, May the 14th, 2021. I am your host for this week. I am Jason, and I am joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host. First, we have Adam. What's up, everybody? We have, of course, last but not least on our co-host list. John. I feel like today we should have changed up our theme song and done the Super Mario Brothers theme. It just seems like it'd be more fitting, but you know. Yeah, we probably don't have the rights for that. We probably we get probably hit with don't. copyrights. Just like we did with our rafts or our ride shirt where they made us take the Mickey ears off the top of it. Yeah, so. but yet we got away with how we did the regular logo somehow. I don't know. Go figure. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> for now. <laughs> well, like I said, it's a special episode. We have two additional guests on the line. I want to welcome in Reagan and Ryan. That's younger and older brother, WDW. They usually they just go by the brothers, WDW, though. Welcome. What is going on? Good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah. And for clarity's sake, uh, younger brother, Ryan, and, and older brother is Reagan. Most of the time, you're right. We are just called by the brothers, but, we, you know. Ryan and Reagan, you know, like the R's. That's right. Yeah, and if you guys were going with some theme music for us, then uh, what's going through our heads when we do our runs is uh, is either the first or second video that Shane and Ted, oh, yeah. the original park, you guys hear it's a dun dun, yeah. dun, 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 That's That's what's going through our head pretty much the whole time. So, Do you play it on your phone while you're riding? We don't know. It's just literally running in our heads, you know, when it gets you know, I, I, Honestly, we sing it sometimes, too. I'm not, I'm not joking. As we run around dodging people, we start going like, dun, dun. Done. Yeah, we're, we're completely dorks. It's fun. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Well, we, we're so excited you guys joined. I know we have been watching your runs. I got to, to meet you a couple of times, I think, at this point, Ryan, and I, I got to ride a couple of rides with you back in the Give Kids the Ride Challenge day. So that was fun to see you then, but we've definitely been watching you from afar. So congrats on many achievements in the challenge, you know, setting some records on time. And also, how many times have you guys completed at this point? You know, I, I'm not even sure. Man, I, my first completion was all the way back in 2017. It was the last actually full parkeology completion with all open rides. In fact, the rides haven't all been up like since three days after that, which is crazy to think about. Here we are, you know, mid 2021. And, uh, you know, I, I did that December of 17. So it's been almost like, what, three and a half years. But I think I've got four, I mean, five, if you count the virtual parkeology completion last April. I mean, I did that with my five-year-old. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> virtual is a big deal. I, I think I remember some of your uh, videos that, you know, everybody was very creative with that. That was super fun, man. I think we were all missing Disney at that point. You know, I told you my now going to be five-year-old next week uh, kind of got introduced to the challenge that day with that virtual run. And she's already told me, Daddy, I want to do it someday. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm super pumped about that. <laughs> I got to be, I got to, I'm, I'm still an older brother's thunder, but I got to be him and uh, his daughter's run. Uh, I think, how old was Reese? I think 10 at the time. We, we got to do it before, you know, my daughter's 10 so I can beat my brother. You know, that shows you a little insight into our competitive <laughs> nature. 
You know, that was going to be my first question was I knew there was an attempt with a daughter. I didn't know how old she was. So 10 years old, is that the youngest that's completed? Yeah. So honestly, I've, so I've completed three times. I know exactly how many, cause I haven't gotten to run as much as Ryan. I'm, I'm kind of the Ted of these two, I guess, you know, Ryan's the Shane, but my, all three of my completions have been like, whoa, this is amazing. Cause you, you fight so hard to try to get a completion. I think they say what, like 90% of people who try fail, right? So 10% complete. So it's pretty rare and you got to have a lot of things fall into place. And uh, I know my first completion was amazing because Ryan already had one and I didn't have one yet. And so just the feeling we, we finished on Tower of Terror first time and actually lost to Kent. I think Kent was running that night, UCF Kent. And so we lost that night. But then the next time that I completed, I completed with my 10 year old daughter, uh, ran against UCF Kent that day and we won by five minutes. We were the first to 48 and then just to, just to, just for technicality's sake, she's the youngest to complete with the rafts. So we should probably yeah, throw yes. that in. Gotcha. Well, of course, yes. we all agree that the rafts are a ride, correct? The rafts are definitely a ride. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, but then our, our favorite, I don't know, that's probably my favorite or our favorite is definitely being able to finish in, what was it, Ryan? 12 hours and 34 minutes and being done on People Mover at 6 44 p.m. and being like let's go to dinner <laughs> we're done so. i mean we don't eat usually on these runs and so oh, yeah, yeah to be able we were literally at on the border i think that night by seven o'clock which is kind of there, there's a little insight into the brothers man on the border is if you ever want to meet us we're at on the border if, if we're not running around the parks that, that's that's where we go but yeah i mean is that the hotel you stay at is it the on the border on the border is Mexican food, man. It's like, it's like just uh, yeah. You said that that's where we're going to find you. You're just going to be staying there. I mean, pretty much. I, we, we've had dinner with, with Kenny the Pirate, and it was at On the Border. That's just where we go, man. All right. Anyways. But, yeah, that day was awesome. I would agree with older brother. That's, uh, you know, uh, that was fun. Like, there was, first of all, nobody there. I mean, the hurricane stuff. But it, it was just basically a race around the track. And I actually thought, Jason, you were you had a chance to beat us uh, a little bit later, like the next week. And then you ran into all sorts of closures. I mean, I the day we went besides People Mover, besides People Mover, I mean, the day was nearly flawless. So that was kind of a once in a lifetime, I think. I was going to ask you guys if you thought I was going to take over because I felt like I had a good start that day and then all hell broke loose for lack of a better word. <laughs> well, honestly, you know, we kind of track. I mean, there were so many people running that September hurricane season. There's a couple that you kind of pay attention to maybe more than others. I don't, I don't mean disrespect to any others, but there's some that you know know how to run this game. I call it a game, but, you know, like course Kent would be one of those. Kenny would be one of those. But, you know, I had already been following you and your podcast. And so when I started, I saw you start out that morning and you were just racing around Magic Kingdom. I mean, I think you started at Hollywood like everybody else did. I mean, you were flying. Like I was comparing the times like, the, you know, our timestamp versus your timestamp. And I believe you're about five minutes ahead of us at one point and then it was like ride broke ride broke i can't even remember all the rides that broke but i think you had to like hop around from park to park to park to park we felt bad about having to hop back to people mover but i think you actually had to retrace to like two or maybe three parks i, can't I am the only person to have completed that went to every park twice in that same day that's crazy yeah <laughs> twice well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, leading up, leading up to that day, the fastest, I would call it the fastest run ever. I mean, I know Parkeology doesn't keep up with times, and but we do. <laughs> so, 
and I think you guys do, at least unofficially, we think that it could have been possible had People Mover not gone down to be sub-12. And uh, that would have been just absolutely nuts. But I think part of it for us, what we learned that day uh, was there's three different types of walk-ons. We've got walk-ons, and then that day we got the best kind over and over and over again, it felt like. And that's where you literally, we have walk-on no cycles, where you literally just walk right onto a ride. You know, if you're, it's teacups or it's yeah. carousel or Dumbo or something, you're literally walking right onto the ride. It is stopped and you don't ever stop. You literally walk right on and it starts up almost, you know. And so that's, you know, a lot of people think of walk-ons as anything five minutes and under, but there's those types of walk-ons. There's a walk-on where you know you're the next one on, or maybe it's like, you know, mermaid and you're you're kind of in a moving type of a line and you never really stop, but there's a little bit of weight. And then there's kind of a one cycle walk on, which would be kind of your five minute and under variety, but you know, your first one at the gate. But I think that's one of the things that we learned was that most people just think of walk ons and you're, you're losing minutes, right. Yeah. You know, and in that day when the crowds were so low, you know, a one type crowd after a hurricane, nobody's in the park. There's, there's multiple types of walk ons. And that's, that's what we learned from that day. Yeah, a great example of that. That day specifically, the one that stands out to me the most, we weren't even intending on riding carousel, but we saw them loading it and there was nobody there. And they're like, we just kind of ran, you know how long it takes to load carousel, get all the kids on. Mm -hmm. We ran up to carousel that day, got on, like ran up, they closed the gate behind us. We were the last ones on and like the, I mean, we were moving, going around and around in less than 10 seconds. Oh man, like that never happened. If we could have had that, in, yes. In our run, I don't know if you guys remember that run. Our June first run. Our June first, where we missed it by one because of the Haunted Mansion breakdowns, and then we got. Yeah, I was watching that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then Carousel yeah. wouldn't run. We just sat there, and they they kept loading until after midnight, and wouldn't let us. Yeah, oh, that was terrible. Specifically waited until midnight <laughs> to start it. Yeah. Those are the types of moments that just make you hate the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're so tired, but then you're like, oh, so close. And then it's just, it just grates at you. You got to try it again, you know. Yeah. We've definitely had those, those moments too. Yep. Honestly, one of our best runs that nobody knows about because we didn't finish, we honestly feel like maybe our best. It was like May of two years ago. Kent ran that day when he was quote unquote practicing. Of course, he counted it, by the way, but he said he was practicing. <laughs> but uh, he was practicing and uh, we start, We were beating him by like 45 minutes. Everything was just like flowing perfectly. And then Grand Fiesta Tour. Are you kidding me? <laughs> don't, Ron, don't, forget, don't forget, we ran a test track before that and they were literally had to call the maintenance guy to like come and push a, t- a, push a car off the track. Yeah. Oh, like. <laughs> So, so that was about a 50 minute wait, even before Grand Fiesta. And oh, so we man. lost all of our lead and then we got to Grand Fiesta and Grand Fiesta was shut down and it was, that was, that was pretty much it. So oh, that's, that's, which rough. I mean, like how many people get shut down by Grand Fiesta too? <laughs> well, I mean, their, their animatronics are shut down. I mean, I don't know if you've ridden it recently, but it's kind yeah, of a what, travesty what break on that ride. <laughs> Like the, 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 the cardboard cutouts, come on, Disney, we can do a little bit better than that. Let's <laughs> so you guys are, are jumped right to some of the, the topics we wanted to hit because, you know, we watched, of course, your fastest run and we always were excited about that. We, I, I knew about the other run. There's a run that I'm going to bring up that you might be surprised that I watched so closely. So Adam and I's first yeah. time running was back early March, 2019. Mm-hmm. 
That day, we got only 36 rides. We had no idea what we were doing, really. We had grand plans. Mm. Uh, That was also a day that Kent decided to practice run, and I think he got like 41. He came up a little short. But just before that, Ryan, you did a run where you ended up getting the Unicorn, the nighttime Main Street vehicle, and we were following that very closely. I don't know if you remember this run. It was a dinosaur was down for you all day. Do you remember this one? Oh, man. I, I remember every run. I'm a basketball coach, too. I, I have a photogenic memory. But yeah, that was February, probably two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I started a dinosaur that day. And yeah, it never like it was literally up for 15 minutes. And, uh, I, you know, I, I started Animal Kingdom and did the thing that you got to do over there. You know, I rope dropped Pandora and, and, and got those two. And by the time I got over to Dino, it was already down. Actually, that's not 100 percent true. It went down while I was in the prep room. And never came back up the rest of the day. So, wow. yeah, that day that day was awful because, you know, everybody at that time was, like, doing the whole, you know, the secret slash, I mean, everybody knows about it at this point, but the trolley show. You know, you get on the, 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 the Main Street vehicles after the trolley show. And so I was I was planning on doing that that day. And then the trolleys, the trolleys were down. They weren't out. And so it was the blue car show that day. These singing guys came out on one of the blue Main Street vehicles. And they didn't let anybody ride it. In fact, at one point, I think I posted a tweet that day following the Main Street vehicle, the one blue car back into the bar and like saying, well, not going to get to ride it. And then uh, lo and behold, I don't even remember what time, maybe 10 p.m. that night. It was a midnight close, I think. And, and I got the unicorn. Yeah, I remember that ride. It was a good like I got 40. It was, you know, 40, yeah. 40, 40 riders so in 15 hours. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I, I remember, Adam, we were I was hanging out at your house that night. Yeah. And we were watching it. And I think we were like, why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? Cause we, you know, we were coming at it at that point, like regular day guests. Um, that was, you know, I discovered the challenge in what, January, 2019. We've told this story on the podcast before on a bus ride from animal kingdom to magic. Right, kingdom. Yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> us riding a bus anymore? Anyways. Um, <laughs> right. I think that was where we really started to learn some of the intricacies of uh, the challenge. Now, John, has not yet run the challenge. We need to get him out there on the course. Uh, John, when's your first challenge run going to be? That That's a good question. It was supposed to have been in September of 19, but things kind of fell through. When you're there with your family, sometimes you make plans to do things and it doesn't work out. So that's kind of what happened with me. I kind of want to wait until things are pretty much back to normal or as close to normal as they can be. And that's my question for my Disney gurus here that I'm talking to. Uh, when are Fast Passes coming back? Are they coming back? <laughs> a lot of speculation on that. I I yeah. think I think I said a couple of weeks ago that October 1st, and it was actually going to be the genie. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but <laughs> I think there's a lot of speculation it'll be paid Fast Pass, but they got to do something when they go up. They're going to go up capacity soon. We know that because they're going to go to, you know, that's going to be in the news this week. They're lowering distance. Yeah, they're lowering distancing. They're going to be able to cram more people in there. And if they go up capacity anymore, those standby lines are getting pretty scary. Yeah. We ran the points challenge because, well, we love Disney and we have a competitive nature and we want to try something different. But, you know, we kind of ran that day going, we don't know, you know, we know that Everybody just thinks we're so ultra competitive going to go back and try to now, you know, beat Kenny the Pirate because he passed us this, this past weekend or whatever it was. But honestly, like we love the complete challenge. And you know, I don't know that we'll go back and run until everything is back to normal as far as the, you know, the fast passes. I say that. Who knows? And it right. just never depends. You, 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 you say that. Depends, but, uh, 
I say that, but you never, you, I'll never say never, but uh, you know, it, it really did stink. I mean, for, if you're used to running the challenge, you know, we, like we ran through that morning going, bam, 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 bam. We had, I think 16, 17 in the first two and a half hours. And all of a sudden it was just like, you hit a wall and if you're not I'll used to you, I'll tell you where the wall was. We, we actually thought looking at it going in, of course you always have these grand plans, but you know, 15 and a half hours, we figured if the crowds were low enough that there was a good chance that we might have an opportunity to, um, you know, do it. And then we hit the moment of truth, which was the rafts, honestly. And there was this long line before the rafts had even opened. We're like, what is this? The rafts are averaging like a 30 minute wait on the app these days. And and we, we did the rafts in our recent trip, Adam and I did, you know, explored Tom Sawyer Island. It's actually a great mid show. That's what I'm calling Tom Sawyer (laughs) Island now. Cause (laughs) <laughs> because that you it just like in, in in rise of the resistance you sort of have a pre-show then you have like a, a ride where you're watching the show then you have the mid-show where you have the interrogation room then you have the act you know the second ride the raft is a ride a mid-show that's optional and a ride back and we had to wait probably 30 minutes for our ride back when we were there so yeah. it was it was it was even longer to get back across the river right well, we were like going to literally, we had seen the weight. We were going to try to rope drop the rafts, right? It's crazy to think even think about rope dropping the rafts when they open. But we get off, I can't remember, probably Big Thunder Splash to walk over there or run over there because, you know, you know, it's us. But we were like jogging by and, and it's like a line all the way down the sidewalk. Like it's extended and they aren't even operating the rafts yet. It was like, what in the world is up with that? So, I mean, that's that's crazy in itself. I mean archaeology full completion or completion at all you know if we get back up to it's probably not even actually possible because of the rafts right now well i think when we're going to say possible is when they're sort of running at full capacity too so we're getting there maybe sooner rather than later we're seeing those restrictions lift slowly but surely rumors are that they're going to maybe even lift outdoor mask requirements and things like that so we will see but there's nothing wrong with rope dropping the rafts I think that's a great choice on any day. I was going to say, that's right up Jason's alley. It doesn't matter if there's a challenge involved or not. I mean, he would rope drop the ramps. <laughs> well, we'll take Ty and Kent right now as the the guys do the most rides since the pandemic, since, you know, reopening and all that. And uh, uh, we were kind of excited about that. And honestly, that was, that, was a, that was a blessing and a curse because I think that was probably why we didn't get more points. I think if we had just been completely devoted to the points – we would have probably thought, hey, let's go to Hollywood and probably would have skipped more of Animal or, you know, whatever. Probably definitely would have completed Epcot. But uh, I think we were cutting it too close because we were trying to get in too many. Honestly, to try to hit 40 rides was probably what kept us from from completing Epcot. So Yeah, I mean, totally. But just like you said, you like the completion. I wasn't that interested in the points challenge. I'm still not that interested in the points challenge, but seeing 40, that that got me intrigued. Like, oh man, we're getting close. Like, it's tantalizingly close if we can get to into the 40s on a ride count. I don't know, for some reason that that spoke to me maybe a little bit more than trying to just optimize uh, these points. Yeah, I mean, we, we think uh, if we'd made a couple of different decisions on that second day, we would have got to 41, maybe even 42. Uh, we ran across the park twice at Animal Kingdom. We were, you know, uh, the second day, I don't know if you, know, if you followed the run or not, but we mm-hmm. we got into the park and it went way better. We, we did the train right away. Safari was like a 10-minute wait. 
And then, you know, their plan was to go down to uh, Pandora at that point. And we did. We, we ran down, jogged down to Pandora and uh, Flight of Passage looked about 10 minutes longer than what we'd waited the day before. Navi looked pretty bad, which in retrospect, it wasn't that bad, which is kind of hard to know right now. If you haven't been in the parks, yeah. it's kind of hard to know because of all the spacing, just how long a line yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but we but we thought, you know, let's let's run across and, and see uh, what Dino looks like. So we went all the way. You know, that's not a short jaunt. And even no. for us, which everybody knows we run, we, we ran all the way across the park. And then Dino was like the longest I've ever seen it. It was insane. Mm-hmm. And so like and it's, then we ran all the way up to Cali. So we did like a complete circle. And in hindsight, had we just gotten in that flight of passage line, yeah, we would have waited 10 more than the day before. Navi was probably maybe 15 to 20 you know, Kent rode Dinosaur a little bit later in a 15-minute wait. We ended up waiting 55 because of the order that we did it in. Wow. And so, like, I don't know. We just felt like, man, a couple of different choices. If we had just bit the bullet and gotten in that flight of passage line there and, and, and done Navi and, and not, like, ran around like crazy people, uh, we probably would have got at least one, maybe two more there. It's very easy to second-guess yourself, you know, middle of the run and try to shave five minutes here or there and then end up costing you, you know, 20 somewhere, so... Totally right. Well, I mean, everywhere he's running, I'm a good, uh, good eighty pounds, you know, more than him. <laughs> and so, and so uh, bro, I was, I was gassed at the end of that. How, was, how many, how many pounds did you say? I don't know. I, maybe, maybe not eighty. What, like sixty or seventy? I don't know. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious now as to what he, does he think it's more than that or less. I'm curious. <laughs> Uh, it's not more it's not more i just you know so i don't know he's probably gained a little bit that i'm not aware of or something well we always call that challenge speed right and and the challenge speed is part moving fast and part knowing how to just move through a crowd and leaving people in your wake yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Ryan slowed down that day because he was going by Small World, and uh, I think he pretty much leapt a stroller. <laughs> nice. Wow. So I have a question for you related to that because Adam and I have discussed this, and I know what my favorite is. I want to hear what your favorite is. When you're getting off of a ride on the challenge and you take off, what's your favorite ride to just take off from? Just blow past everybody. Hmm. Hmm, Ryan, which one is it? Man, I can tell you the worst one is Space Mountain. There's nowhere to get around oh, people, man. I yeah. can tell you right away. Like, that's by far the worst. Yeah. It, that is the most infuriating line in the challenge when you get off that ride. It is forever. I'm actually a polite challenge runner. Reagan will get right up behind somebody. Like, he'll, he'll tailgate, man. But, you know, I, I mean, I have a hard time trying to squeeze by people on the side in a tight type of situation, but... I feel like every time I get off Space Mountain, we get off right behind like eight strollers or <laughs> yeah. wheelchairs. And I'm like, how did you guys even ride this in strollers? Like, I guess rider swap or something, but we always get yeah. stuck on that one. As far as like a positive one to get off of and take off of, you know, I feel like that's every ride, man. I, I Honestly, you're trying to beat the crowd on every one of them. So, I mean, I feel like there's there are those hidden minutes right there. If you can, you can jump off and, and get going. But what what is your favorite? I'm curious. Yeah, me now. too. My favorite Soarin'. is soaring by far and away soaring because especially when you're far from the exit and everybody's just I I just hear people like what their bags and get what just bags. happened like you're just gone and then the 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 hallway is empty. Absolutely, yeah. it's pain. I was gonna say flight of passage. It's the flight same scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so. 
Yeah, Flight of Passage, I think I wrote it so many times on the challenge, and then we walked out slowly one time. I'm like, oh, I've never seen this stuff before. (laughs) (laughs) You can do a full run. Yeah, Flight of Passage, man, I'm like always popping off that chair, trying to get my one belonging out of the bin. It doesn't matter if I'm at the far end of the room or the first, I'm trying to beat everybody out of that room. So one time I was a little bit slow getting out and I'm like trying to get down the stairs. Uh, It was actually the day, I think it was the day you were mentioning the first time you ever watched me run. I'm coming down at Animal Kingdom and a dude yaks all over the stairs coming out of Flight of Passage. So I've jumped strollers, I've jumped throw up puddles, man, it's... (laughs) It's been a fun, fun uh, couple of years doing this. Ryan is actually normally the one that almost gets injured every time. I I take it at a nice, consistent jog type of a pace. I kind of navigate a little bit better. We figured out this last time, uh, we'll we'll shoot him out to the parking lot to figure out where we're going next or even to kind of scan a ride or two for us. And then I'll just catch up and go wherever he tells me to go. So Mm. that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I'm more notorious when I run with Adam, not for making him walk too fast, but not letting him go to the bathroom. I think Adam's learned how to not <laughs> pee for hours. Yeah, I can absorb it now. <laughs> I, just, I, have I, know to. The, I know the feeling. I'm that guy for, for R2, for sure. So Yeah, I just remember our first run thinking we knew how to power walk, and then Kent was with us uh, at Flight of Passage, and mm-hmm. he just left us. And we're like, wait a minute. I thought we knew how to do this. So. That was another one of our... Yeah, we, we learned how to power walk, power walk, like really, yeah. really do it. I'm curious, are you guys worried once things get back to normal about the possibility of the challenge getting out of reach? I know that there's some worries that we're adding some new rides. Do you guys see that as a as a threat? Yeah, I, I think with Ratatouille, I mean, just we'll just start with that. I mean, you're, you're adding another half mile both ways, you know, just in one ride for the challenge. I mean, and if you want to try to go check that one out, I mean, there's no going to check that one out. Like you're, you're going up there and you're, you're wasting 10, 15 minutes heading there and back if you're not going to ride it, you know? So it's uh, that's, I think that's a really difficult one right there. Just, I mean, we're not even talking about the big roller coasters coming. It's definitely getting tougher. Yeah. I think the big question is virtual cues with rise that's tough i mean if they if they create another ride that you cannot you know get two virtual queues in the same day i mean obviously right now you have to have a reservation at hollywood to get that but if, if there's a scenario that to me that's the only way it won't be doable i still think there will be a possibility because i think they'll do i think they'll do extended hours like they did with toy story land when it first opened uh where you know you had six o'clock openings and so i, I think that they'll create the, the demand in one place as long as you can hit that rope drop at that at that new ride or that new area, man, that that really opens you up to be able to just take out the rest of the park, especially if, if it's a an early start time like that. I mean, that's um, to me consistent with what Disney's done in the past, and so I think it'll be possible at least for for a time period. Extra mileage, like Reagan said, though. I mean, I just can't imagine having to go to the other side of Epcot <laughs> at this point to go get you know Ratatouille or that one one ride at the French Pavilion, but. But who knows? I mean, I, I hope I sure hope so. It might bring into play jogging from Hollywood to the International Gateway. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what Ted and Shane did. They they jogged between the two. So, did you not watch my wife and I's for like our our completion run? Did you see how many times we ran between Hollywood and Epcot? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't remember how many it was, but um, I'm sure you did. three times. <laughs> wow. That's, that's not a short jog. Uh, and everybody wants to know, you know, how fast do you guys actually go? 
with older brother to me it's it's always a jog but like my wife true story like she's 10 times more athletic than i am and like we ran at one point when we were engaged about seven eight years ago we ran like that first year we were married and engaged we think we ran like something like 25 k's uh, for fun so yeah we're crazy and weird i've never beaten her and i've been putting I, at that point in time when i was at my like whatever you want to call it like peak of athleticism before kids whatever that does to you you know like I, I was running seven minute miles and i couldn't i couldn't beat her she was beating me by two to three minutes and so that day i was like hey we could we could take a shortcut and go you know we could just run we don't have to go out to the front gate we don't have to take an uber lift let's just run between them we did it once twice and third time the third time i'm dying i'm like cramping up and she's just like a hundred yards ahead of me <laughs> like it's crazy wow, <laughs> wow. but ryan and, and sarah they were the last ones, I believe, to complete all the rides. To me, that's the most incredible run of all time is what Ryan and Sarah did. Because in a typical run, you're going to go at least 25 miles to complete because they had to check so many rides that day. And the crowds were like a nine and nine or a 10. I mean, it was like, it was like Christmas crowds, New Year's crowds. They probably had to have done 30, 35 miles in one day. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was by far. It, we hit the 30-mile mark. It's the only time I ever have. And just... It's the busiest I've ever been at Disney World, period. Like, I've never seen it that busy. It was wall-to-wall packed at that time. I think Hollywood had four rides open before everything else had opened. I mean, it was – and that's why we ran back and forth so much. Like, I was just jamming for fast passes to see if I could pull anything at Hollywood while we were in lines at Epcot. And if I got something, we we ran. We ran back to Hollywood because <laughs> wow, they were man. that they yeah. were that hard. I was like, we were – we were on Nemo and I pulled, pulled uh, I think, Toy Story Mania. And I'm like, all right, we're going back. And my wife just looked at me and she's like, what? <laughs> like, we got to go back. Yeah. And, she's, and she's never run again. <laughs> uh, well, all the rides hasn't been open yet. So, um, good one to retire on, though. Yeah, I'm with you, Ryan, that I think that it's possible. I mean, just look at you guys did it in what, 12 and a half hours. So, it, it, yeah. if they if they open more rides that's not going to be an obstacle on the right day with the right crowds but the virtual right. queues have me a little concerned like guardians specifically i think they could totally mm-hmm. roll out a, a virtual queue and if they don't stagger them or something the only thing though is with guardians you're not going to have the load capacity problems that you have with rise so maybe not you know i think i think you look at like a big thunder mountain or something like that where they're just and just get you get you in and get you out. You know that's that's a good thing. There's a virtual right. queue for a cookie shop now. So I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my! Don't put that on the challenge. <laughs> so I'm curious what you guys think. I have an idea for a, a challenge once it comes back, and, and see if if somebody wants to do this. First of all, we have to find someone who's willing to pay for this. One team run with a VIP tour guide. One team run without, and see who gets done first. Okay. Depends on the guide you get. Who's the VIP tour guy? That's what I'm saying. Like, like I like again. We we have ultimate respect for uh, you know a couple of people in the challenge. Like to me, my VIP tour guide is Kenny the Pirate. Man, you got to watch and see how he runs, and he's going to be better than any Disney World paid VIP tour guide. So, yeah, my I, opinion, anyways. You got to run with Kenny technically this past year, right? Yeah, I mean it was a tag team challenge. How was how was that? I mean, I, I I've said it multiple times. Like Reagan, Reagan went. You know, I, I actually started following Kenny this last week, and about halfway through the day, I already, I literally said to my brother via text, he's going to get 735 points. I, I just saw his path. I knew where he was going. 
and knew how he was going to get there. And I was like, man. And he about that time, Reagan sent me a picture back saying he was actually at Disney World. I'm like, no way. But we love Kenny. Kenny is our, our favorite guy. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I've run with Kent. And I mean, Kent I mean, has let me stay at his house down there before. So, I mean, we're close. I'm close to Kent as well. So, but Kenny is, is a great guy all around. He has been one of our faves. But getting to run with him was great. I'm just going to be you know, fully transparent, tell the world Kenny will hate this. But I mean, that night after it was over, this is the kind of guy Kenny is. Kenny and Kent, uh, we were all, we were, you know, we're all out to, uh, at the dinner and, and uh, you know, Kenny takes the bill, man. He picks up the check. So Kenny's a class act. Um, you know, I, I love him. I, you know, he's uh, obviously a, a great runner of the challenge, but in this community, kind of this weird Disney community that we've created running around parks, um, you know, he is a, he's a great dude and, and, you know, we have respect for him. Forget the challenge. We have respect for him as a person and, and, uh, getting to run with him is great. I'm telling you, he sent, so, you know, it's about a week before that tag team run to answer your question more directly. He sends us this spreadsheet. I am in, in all of the spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. It was basically like, Hey, I know that you guys know what you're doing, which, you know, he was, you know, being respectful that we also, you know, run around and have done this before. But uh, you might check out these times. And, and uh, basically, he had every ride at Magic Kingdom, which I was doing the Magic Kingdom run. He had every ride at Magic Kingdom broken down by the hour, by the 15 minutes, as far as what the wait times had been for the previous month. Wow. And that is why Kenny is Kenny. I mean, that is why he's <laughs> amazing at what he does. And so, but it was fun. I mean, I'm so glad that we got to complete. I don't even know that anybody's even tried the tag team challenge, you know, kind of since. I mean, the crowds picked up like crazy after that. So that's probably why. Yeah, that's probably why. I mean, if park hopping was available at that time, I think the points challenge. It would have been completable. Yeah, Yeah, it would probably have been completable at that time. So, yeah. Um, You know, a lot of folks listen to our podcast when they're thinking about running for the first time. We also have a lot of seasoned runners that listen in. But if there's like one tip, secret tip, you know, that you haven't maybe shared before, or maybe you have to a few folks, for people that are either thinking of running or, or seasoned runners for the challenge on how to get better, what, what would that be? What do you think, Ryan? What do you want to share? <laughs> oh, we, we can't disclose all of our secrets. I mean, okay. come on. I mean, no. I mean, for us, like, if you're going to do this challenge, you got to be all in. And, and I'll even go back to the very first time I ever, ever ran, our very first attempt ever. We're kind of going back and I... I I'm not joking. Reagan, older brother, he, he he starts taking off on a run, fast walk. I guess that's what we call it in this uh, in this world, the archaeology world. But he starts taking off, and I'm just kind of like, am I really going to run in a Disney park? And I, I just think, I, I just think the hustle, man. I mean, it's not a secret. Everybody always talks about, you know, if, if there's anything people say about us, it's not even that we're great planners, which I think we, you know, sometimes get overlooked as great planners because I think we're decent, but. You know, people know that we go after it and we're going to give it our best and we're going to move. And if you've ever looked at older brother, I won't disclose the weights here, but if you ever looked at older brother, man, he is not the, you know, he's not what you call like, you know, an elite physical athletic condition. And so, <laughs> but he, he, he trucks it. He moves, man. He goes, he goes quickly. And, yeah, and for me, um, you know, I just think you got to be about that. At the same time, here's my advice. And I, I've fallen, fallen victim to this. And, and the times that I have not completed the challenge, um, as I just kind of mentioned earlier with Animal Kingdom this time, how we ran around for about 10 minutes. Uh, I, I think back to my run with Kent back a couple of years ago when we were, ran in the Every Ride Day, Big Challenge Day. We, we did the same thing. If you have the opportunity to finish a park or, or to get on a ride, it's just best to do it. I know there's like uh, archaeology lore or legend says don't fall victim to the proximity trap. 
I'm finding out more and more that that's actually maybe a, a urban legend or false idea. Like proximity in this game is, is typically beneficial because you just got to think about, you know, the extra time looking for a ride that looks shorter going from point A to B and then back to A. You could have been standing in line, been closer to the front of that line by the time you decide and, and arrive at a line. So, you know, I, I think finishing a park when you have an opportunity to and not falling prey or victim to that idea that I got to find the perfect ride at, at every opportunity. And so I, I think that's it for me. I know I could have completed, we could have completed more in that last run, maybe 40, 41 rides. Like I said, Kent and I would have been really close to completion a couple of years ago. I've always kind of left feeling that. Um, so not really a big secret, but. Yeah, I think that's where you see the second level. So when we ran our first time, right, we thought like regular day guests, but you start thinking about those trade-offs, like, okay, what am I going to save if I leave right now? How many, like, is it three cycles, two cycles? And how much time is it going to take me to get back over here, right? So those trade-offs are not natural when you're a day guest, but I think you also hinted on it earlier is understanding the difference between a walk-on and a walk-on. Um, yeah. You know, especially when you're at Magic Kingdom and your 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 paths are going to pat cross back by more often. Passing up on teacups if you're in a bad part of the cycle. If it's a walk on now or later, get the good walk on. Yeah, and, and this isn't and this isn't a secret. I mean, if you watch our runs historically, we believe in getting as many rides as possible in the fewest amount of time. Which for us, you know, a lot of people will save those kitty rides for the end of the night at Magic Kingdom. A lot of times we we hit them in the at the very beginning of the day, regardless of the situation, just because it's just the only opportunity to get those walk on no cycles that we talked about, where you're literally not waiting for anything. You're simply riding, you know, whether the challenge is 45, 46, 47, if you can knock out eight, nine, 10 in an hour, you know, it, it, you just can't do that any other time. In fact, uh, you know, I think all the greats, all of us have copied somebody else that have done this at some point. I mean, we watch other runs, as you said, you watched us and watched me and, you know, we've watched Kenny's runs, um, you know, way back in the day. I still do. Um, you know, you kind of learn from people. And, you know, I'll even say this last time in, you know, there's been a lot of people that have run this points challenge and they've gone to that left side of the park first. I mean, you know, the Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain jungle. And they've been getting those rides early, like pirates that, that you know, they do have 20 to 30 minute waits later. But in doing so, you know, they, if you get on that ride right away at Park Open, like like let's just say Jungle or, or Pirates, you know, you do, of course you do Dwarves and Pan, but then you come over to that side. Those rides are 10, 12, 15 minutes long, and you're riding at the times where you could be going walk-on no cycle at the other side of the park, and you're giving up, you know, 12 rides to ride three tough ones. And so, you know, we're, we're always looking at that trade-off of, you know, how can we get the most amount of rides in the, in the, in the fewest amount of time? And, and then you still know the times of the other ones. Like, I think we only ended up having to wait for 25 at Jungle and, and I think 35 for Splash and things like that. But people that have gone over to that side of the park and then go back to the kiddie side of the park later, and they're waiting 10 minutes for all 12 of those rides that we did in Walk On No Cycles. So, yeah, you're always looking at those trade-offs and, and time crunches. But kind of historically, secret-wise, like, we, we go try to do that. If you can get a run like that, you're, you're in really good shape for the rest of the day because you've got those 12 rides done. So yeah. I think Kenny did that more this last time than he had done on previous runs. I think he got out of Magic Kingdom like an hour and a half earlier um, than he had the previous time he ran, um, even with People Mover being back up because he had actually gone over and knocked out those those Kitty rides first. So or yeah. earlier in the day. Yeah, that People Mover really helped him get that, that points, those extra points too. So he was able to squeeze a little bit more out of Magic Kingdom from a points side. 
Yeah, yeah, he got us by five points. If we had people mover, we were we were right there, man. So, but <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's time to ride. Um, you know, if you think about like a red light, green light, you know, if you're like if you're in your car, you know, and you're driving, you know, and you got to sit at a red light, how many how much time that costs you? That's what it's like when a gate closes on you that you you were right there, you know, and so trying to time those rides is huge. It's also, I think we've perfected the hop. We've got quicker and quicker hops over the years. So that's a helpful thing. And then I think the big things are uh, beware of breakdowns. It's good to knock out those rides that tend to break down a little bit more. Splash Mountain, Test Track. We, we, we've we regretted Test Track two or three times on two or three different runs because it's just kind of killed our day because it, 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 it just, it does what it does. Right. And so, you know, rise is obviously one of those now too. You've got to get those things in. And then last one is know where the bathrooms are. So. Yeah. Yeah. We discovered a new bathroom on our most recent trip and it's not, that's the secret I want to know. It's not, (laughs) it's not one you would ever use on a challenge. There is one at Fort Langhorn on Tom Sawyer's Island. So if you really, really need to go, there's one in Fort Langhorn. I mean, that, 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 I've been there. I've been to that one. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I have not. Uh, everybody always talks about the I don't know that I've ever actually been to the island. And I'll be honest about that. Everybody's always told me, you know, Raph's sitting right and it's the island. And I'm like, I've never stepped foot on the island. I really haven't ever gone through there. Apparently that's one of Jason's favorite things from what I'm, I'm learning. We had a great time. I do actually like the island. And you know we love the rafts. We have a whole line of merchandise of rafts being a ride. So. <laughs> uh, I have seen it. I, I have taken notice. I have not ever, you know, officially supported monetarily. But uh, uh, I've, I've supported it in spirit for sure. Well, maybe maybe next time we're in the parks, if you're there, maybe we can give you a, an honorary shirt or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I'll I'll be there not too long. I've been promising my daughter uh, since February that I'd take her down. So I think we're actually going to get down there, and then actually maybe the week after next, right before Memorial Day, and and get around the parks a little bit with her and. Yeah, I'm coming down this summer, so we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a chance to connect. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. My son, he's six. He is not quite tall enough for rock and roller coaster, but as soon as he is, we're coming for that record, that ten-year-old record. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, my my daughter, I've got a nine-year-old daughter right now, who's my second daughter, and she's going for her older sister's record. So uh, <laughs> that's just how that works. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. He's he's always ready to go for the challenge. Although I don't know how he's going to fare because he usually is asking for me to carry him before we're all the way up Main Street as soon as we arrive. So my question is, does your six-year-old like you know ride dinosaur yet? I, that's a my five-year-old will ride just about everything. She's not scared of anything. But that dinosaur ride, she might be fifteen before she'll ride that. I don't. I don't know. Well, about he that. loves it all. He loves it all. He's a thrill seeker. He is a thrill seeker. He loves Everest. That's one of his favorites. How many times did we ride Everest? Oh my god! More than I can handle it on the VIP tour. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, is there anything you guys want to plug? Any upcoming runs? Anything to watch? Or just follow Twitter when we want to see you're out on the course. No. Yeah, like I said, you never know. I, point wise, um, if if I run, it'll be in June again. There's a there's actually a family that we're coming down with, and they actually have a teenage son that I've coached. He's watched me run in like a couple three four years now, and he wants to run me come down there. So if I run again, it won't be till June. We just love we we love Disney. Obviously, you guys do too. You do this podcast. We we're competitive. My brother and I like we we've been competitive since you know he's three years older than me, but since I can remember, and we just. We love the challenge because it drives us to do better than we did the previous time. And so honestly, if we do the points again, or if I come down to the points, it's more about trying to beat our last score 
than anything else. Uh, that's why I love the challenge. No day is the same. It's just fun to try to go out and, and raise your number, whether that's a time and completion and when they're all, you know, able to be completed or, you know, that's why we were interested in the points a little bit to try to be able to, you know, see how high you can put the points up. But and no other plugs, though. I don't I don't think Reagan, are you plugging anything, Reagan? Yeah, I mean, I, I would just say uh, y'all be ready to watch Tessa. Tessa Tessa's my uh, my younger daughter. And uh, she's she's going to probably try to to beat her sister or at least at least run. I don't know that we'll even have the ability to complete in July August, but uh, we we have another Twitter handle, the uh, DC Warriors WDW. Uh, so I run I run with my with my kids on that one. I'm excited to excited to see her run. Uh, that's actually what got us into this, the one that's about to run when she was a preschooler. I had three kids at the time. And we stood in line for 50 minutes for Buzz Lightyear Oof. and in the heat of the day. And it was just, oh man, it's miserable. And so I was just like, never again, I'm, I'm not, do- <laughs> I'm not doing this. There's gotta be a better way. And so that's when we actually stumbled upon parkeology. I told Ryan about it and uh, that's, that's kind of how we, we got this whole thing started. So it all just comes from, Hey, we just, we love to zig when everybody else is zagging and uh, we really purely do it for fun and because we enjoy it with our kids. So Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I'm sure we'll want to have you guys on again, especially after the next run. And then maybe we can bring you on the next time Adam or I run and you can just tell us about all the ways we did it wrong and you can break down our run for us. <laughs> <laughs> just have Ken on. He can do that too. He's really good at you know, letting, letting you know that <laughs> yeah. too. So. And John, we can't wait to see you get out of the course, man. Yeah. You got to make it happen. Yeah, no, I got to make it happen. Hey, hey, I just, oh, I, I want you, John. I want you to go back and I want you to look at WDW Crane's run, and I guarantee you, you can beat any of his runs. So, oh, <laughs> Reagan, that's throwing some shade, man. Come on, wow. <laughs> You went there, holy! Well, you know, hopefully, hopefully he's not our one, 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 one uh, super fan on here. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still part of Team Parkeology. You have a nice part. We love Parkeology. Right. What are you talking about? You know, I was actually, is I was glad to hear you guys talk about proximity earlier because that was always one of the points I kind of brought up with, you know, that I was thinking of, you know, whenever I would run it. So I feel like that's that is an important part. So, there's just so many. The thing is fun about this just from a perspective I've had on it right now is how many different strategies actually work you know and like is there's no one like fits all size fits all type thing so that's what's pretty cool yeah we like to be creative and uh we're always trying to figure out how we can how we can tweak it a little bit from what somebody else has done and uh, sometimes I mean there was a there was a season there where you almost just had to start at Hollywood and maybe that's still the season we're in when things open back up. I don't know, but it's fun to be able to do something that somebody else hasn't done for sure. Yeah. We're going to get John out there and he's going to, he's going to get that completion on his first one or at least get to experience the pain of coming up one. short. (laughs) Cause you really gotta, you gotta experience that. All right. I, yeah, I still, what was your, I, I, I've always wanted to ask you. I never have. I think I maybe listened to a podcast when you, you talked about it one, one time, but like, what what's your what's your feeling when you walked into Haunted Mansion and the doors open and you see the mass of people like after the prep room? <laughs> like I've heard you, I mean, I just like I've never seen it that crazy. And you know your time crunch. It's just like well, what we did it. is I mean, we we here. elbowed our way through the crowd and people are like, "What are you guys doing?" We just crammed in there. We got through that mass fairly quickly. The problem was once we were on the ride, it just kept stopping. So. <laughs> Stop right before yeah. the photo. 
Yeah. And then, of course, we forgot about the photo, and then we have that infamous picture that we posted on. Yeah. If if Twitter. it had not broken down at all, if it had run smoothly, we would have completed no question. We had plenty of time when we got on the ride. Yeah, we but, had thirty minutes before. Uh, I, I feel like everybody that runs this run has had that experience. I mean, we 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 call it getting Grand Fiesta Tour now because of our sitting <laughs> <laughs> outside yeah. out for an hour. Everybody has had their Grand Fiesta Tour moment. Again, I, I'll, I'll say it. I like throwing shade at him too, except for Kent Mullins. He's never had like just that devastating. I mean, I think he's the luckiest challenge runner out there, overrated yeah. and all that stuff. So anyways. <laughs> the, day, hey, the, day, the day that uh, um, that my daughter and I ran, we actually ran against Kenny, Kenny the Pirate. And that's the infamous picture of him at Splash Mountain, you know, with basically this just like awful look. I'll never forget that picture. He's sitting outside of Splash Mountain and, and it's shut down. You know, it's it's broken down on him. We ended up completing that day only because we'd already done it before it closed. And uh, sometimes you just get lucky. So, yeah, sometimes you get lucky, too, where you're just like, I'm either completing or not. And you just hop to go on a ride that's closed. And when you show up, it opens. And that's what happened for me. Yeah. That's that's the craziness of this challenge. Why we love it. And it's, it's like it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's frustrating and and. It's the thrill of, of, of victory and, and then, you know, the agony of defeat all in the same emotion. I'll sometimes like one minute to the next. It's crazy. Yeah. And it always and it always happens for Kent. But I will say this, that that day, that same day, we'll, we'll always know that we beat Kent by five minutes. Ten year old girl beat Kent by five minutes. So, you know, they, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I think that's, the, that. that's the clip. We'll, I think that's the clip we'll open the future shows on whenever we invite <laughs> Kent. <laughs> Oh, I, t- I tell you what, if uh, my first run is with Jason, the one thing I'll know for sure is it will be entertaining because he's never been on one that's not. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. Yeah. Let's still look at that. That hurricane, you know, the hurricane era, people were finishing and with art classes and uh, Jason barely got it done because of the day twice. I am proud of that challenge completion because I feel like there's a lot of folks that would run that challenge that would have given up a lot sooner than, and I stuck through and I just kept the course in front of me, made sure that I had a a chance to complete. That was the goal the whole time. Keep it in front of you. I thought you were done like four times that day. Like I thought you were just toast. I thought there's no way, you know, I go from the beginning of the day thinking, oh crap, he might, he might beat our time today. And then. I know. I check in, and I'm like, "Oh, he's done." Like, wow, he's still running. And then about an hour, an hour later, oh yeah, he's done. And I remember too, like, uh, like I think it might have been your last ride, or might have been the next to last ride when you finally realized that you were going to make it. Like the relief was just all over your face. Yes. I mean, the picture was just like, "Thank God that I'm going to finish this." Like you just—it was like the first time you actually realized I'm actually going to finish. It was—it was classic. Yeah. Hey Jason, Jason, you've you've experienced the heart of darkness. Yeah. But you've realized that the dream is still alive and that things are still mathematically possible. That's right. <laughs> you gotta keep it mathematically possible. And even if that means sitting on the rope for living with the land to reopen like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we did. We sat outside a Grand Fiesta tour for an hour and the people were looking at us like, we've never had anybody do this before. <laughs> <laughs> Who who wants to ride Grand Fiesta? It was like nine o'clock at night. You know they probably weren't even planning on reopening it, but these crazy weirdos are sitting outside the rope trying to get into Grand Fiesta Tour. So like you know this is a Donald Duck boat ride, guys, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is a great... just two guys on a Donald Duck boat ride. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? 
What's wrong with that? Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Well, like I said, I appreciate you guys coming on. I know that it will be exciting the next time we see you on the course and be sure to reach out and tell us when you're running because we want to be sure to watch. So thank you so much. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks thanks for having us on. And we, we will always give our one plug. And thanks to... Um, Thanks to Parkeology, uh, all of these fun runs that we've gotten to have. Like like brother, like older brother said, man, we we were just trying to find a faster way to get through Disney and stumbled across them and, and saw how fun they had on their challenge runs. And man, we just we have a blast, just like you'd assume two brothers do. We we're we're, we're goofy. I mean, that's that's kind of how we run. And and so there's our plug. Thanks to Parkeology. Thanks to you guys tonight. Yeah, thanks for giving us time to share, guys. We appreciate it. So that was an exciting interview with the Brothers WDW. Welcome back. We're going to continue on with our show as we dive into the latest news and rumors. You know we have to do that because there's some big news this week. Guys, did you see all of the exciting news? The top story? Club Cool when it comes back? The Beverly's going to be there. That's what everybody's talking about. Right. No? That's not it? Not me. I mean, I'm excited for it. <laughs> That's not what you're excited for? Well, at least they're not acknowledging that Club Cool is coming back. I don't really know why it ever had to leave, but, you know, Club Cool will return uh, this summer. No. I thought it was going to be in a different location, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. It'll it still have the be... same sticky floor, though. Same oh. sticky floor. <laughs> Maybe I not just don't know one. how they're going to build it so fast. <laughs> Ah, because Coca-Cola is ready to get back to business at Disney World. Not that they haven't been in business already, but... you got to push their products. People want to buy the Beverly. You can always get the Beverly, too, if you come visit uh, Adam and I in Atlanta. And the, That's right, the World Coke Museum cool. also has the Beverly. Does it, does it have sticky floors, too? Uh, it's a lot less sticky in those floors. Is, the, Be- is the Beverly at the, at the Coca-Cola store at Disney Springs? Did, they, did we... I've seen the store, but I've not actually gone inside. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have zero reason to go in there, but yeah, I don't drink soda anymore. So I think the big news, if we really want to talk about the big news this week, is that some of the getting back to normal is starting, right? First of all, Disney World has updated their website. Um, where in before they put six feet physical distancing, it's not exactly called out. Uh, they have updated the, the wording to say, while we will reduce physical distancing measures for guests across many areas with a gradual phased approach, six feet distancing measures will continue in all dining locations, merchandise stores, and in areas where guests can temporarily remove their masks. So it sounds like we're going to get to maybe three feet or shorter in lines, on rides. Mm-hmm. Universal's already done this. So I think Disney, maybe by the time we go, will be like this. Yeah, I would guess by Memorial Day, this is when they want to roll this out because that, start, that kicks off the summer season, schools are out, more families are going to be pouring in for sure. Right. This summer, uh, summer, I think this summer will be busier than, well, of course, last summer, but even prior years, more demand anyway. Yeah, but do you think they're going to raise the the cap? Because I feel like if they go any higher than they are right now, they've got to bring back something fast pass wise. Because those lines are just people are just going to be waiting forty five minutes to ride anything minimum. I think they're going to start with just reducing the distance and hope that 
that will help. And then, I don't know, I think they'll still, I don't know that they'll jump immediately to 50%, but they'll probably jump to 40, 45, and then 50. And then maybe, like like we've said, I think once they hit 50, they've got to do something else. Universal's brought back single rider lines already, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I yeah I know the Velocicoaster people have been doing single rider and stuff. So, so maybe that will come. Is that a new coaster? I I don't know anything about Universal, so I I heard there's a coaster or something that opened. We talked about. I'll tell you this: there's a certain podcast that uh, a guy by the name of Lynn Testa is on, in which he gave it extremely high praise. He said it was the best coaster he's ever been on. Was his words? I've heard a lot of mixed reaction about it, though. To be honest. Uh, some people I, say it's too intense. Some people say it's not as good as some of the other ones. I did get a little bit in, uh, inside from that regarding the harness, I guess, if you want to call it, or the non-harness, <laughs> the the way they strap you in. Yeah, It's basically right. kind of like it locks in around the hips. So you're pretty much free, like your upper body is pretty much free to move. On a coaster that goes that inverts at points, right? That is totally different. This should be interesting. I kind of want to do it now just to experience that. I don't know. It's just yeah, a lot of people say the airtime is insane on this ride. So I can understand now about the weight or the waist limit type thing that they were talking about earlier. The reasons why now it makes more sense. Hmm. Yeah. Well, On the same vein as the reducing physical distancing, Governor Newsom from California seems to think that mask mandates and capacity limits will be gone by June 15th. So we might end up in a world where we went from where Disneyland couldn't open for over a year to Disneyland being the first one that's going to have no no mandates of any kind, which is just insane to me. Yeah, it's crazy to think about because Florida doesn't have any mandates. That, but Disney still requires it. Do you think Disneyland would still require it anyway? I don't know, but I, I hope they at least allow out-of-state guests to come in or something yeah. soon. Are we going to go this summer? Is that what you're... I'm not saying we're going to go. I'm just saying they should let out-of-state guests in. No, they should, yeah. And yeah. that's the thing is, you know I've, I've definitely relaxed by the fact that I know that by the time we get there for Memorial Day that all this stuff's going to be relaxed and I'm not even going to be that worried about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about COVID as far as that goes, but... Uh... What are you worried about? Uh, it'll be crowded. I know oh, that. gotcha. Did you see that rumor that the blog Mickey posted about? They think Park Pass will be going away soon. Park Pass? Because, be. Yeah, they think Park Passes, or at least the availability struggle, will be gone. Outstanding. I'm going to say I, I would mean, be f- perfectly fine with that. But do you think it's a matter of if they increase capacity, it'll just be easier to get park passes, or will they just do away with it once? I hope they work? just do away with it. Go back to the way things were. Yeah. It was great. I knew how to beat that system. Don't give me don't give me systems, new systems to beat. I want to beat the old system. I had it figured out. Yeah. I don't think park reservations are a hit with anyone, per se, because mm-hmm. you have to... Gosh, I mean, especially with the struggle, like you were mentioned lately, of having of just trying to get the the park that you want, right? And how far and in advance you, you have to go, right? And you can't change. So, I mean, it's it, it's not very fun, <laughs> and people are trying to go there to have fun. Um, and if they're going to do that, they might as well open up park hopping. I'm just saying. And the value of your annual pass 
doesn't seem to be as much as it was two years ago. You know, you're not getting the same amount. Well, and you're not able to hop until a certain time. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing. (laughs) And you have to select a park and there's days where it's not available. Whereas two years ago, 365, that could go. The only difference you're really getting right now is the fact that you have a park pass any day you want, pretty much, if you can get a reservation, you know, but that's the only difference. And you can only hold a certain, what, three? Uh, yeah, three, three at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So Unless it's very limiting for, for what we're paying. Yep. But but maybe fireworks coming back? There, mm-hmm. There's a rumor that the Epcot Forever show may return before Harmonious. And one of the things that I had seen, and I forget which day this was, was that folks heard, I think it was after Park closed, them testing the Epcot Forever soundtrack in world showcase you could hear it Hmm. and so they are at least playing the music and dress rehearsing it's going to be interesting though to watch that with the giant barges in the way they must have been staying at boardwalk or beach club i hope that epcot forever doesn't come back because if it does i could see one of those jet skis plowing directly into one of those giant barges (laughs) (laughs) because it's dark it's night and these little kite things. I think they said the kites would be gone in this rumor. Well, let me yeah, see. I'm sure there's no way they could do the, the same way as they did before. Cause yeah, they, they were, they were, it's in it, the way. according to the rumor from WDW News yeah. if Epcot forever does return. It is expected that it will be without the kites due to all the barges now littering the lagoon. for <laughs> yeah. The kites were on the chopping block before the pandemic began anyways, as sources had indicated multiple times that they may be cut due to their constant issues or just to save money. Yeah, they weren't, they, yeah, we saw kites uh, hitting the the water and not working right, yeah. And we only saw the show, what, twice maybe? Yeah, I think we saw it twice. And both times I saw kites have trouble. Well, speaking of harmonious barges, did you guys see the crazy... Every time they test the fountains, it just gets more and more ridiculous. When they tested the fountains on the Harmonious Barge and like yeah. shot off water from every direction it could, and it was just absolute <laughs> insanity. It just, looks, <laughs> it just looks ridiculous. Like, what is happening? Yeah. So the big ring just has water shooting in every direction. And it's just got people just saying, you know... They always said, we're going to have these things, but it's going to be hidden by this this great fountain. And you're like, and this is what we, yeah. we got? This Looks is, like it just sprung it? a leak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a really big one. I don't know. All I can say is the actual show better like really blow everybody away. Because if it's anything short of that, it's going to be crucified. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well... I really hope that show is great, like John said, because if it is not... (laughs) It needs to be. It needs to be. Because they clearly put a lot of money in it. They have. And it's like the only thing that's going to be done at Epcot. So Yeah, there's your Mary Poppins ride. (laughs) Uh, Right there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Coco overlay for Grand Fiesta Tour. Was that that really a thing? I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I overlay it with anything at this point. Get rid of those cardboard cutouts. Come on now. Do better, the, Disney. The new festival center that got scrapped. It's all in the water. Yeah, all there. Well, the only way they're going to make that money back is not only getting more people into the parks, but it's also going to be getting people in the parks 
where they pay twice in the same day to go to the parks with after hours events. Yeah. And so after hours events are going to be returning. Disney has announced that there will be a new Halloween Disney after hours boo bash coming to magic kingdom. This sounds the way they're describing it sort of like a villains after hours, because it's going to have, you know, cavalcades. It's not going to have the parade, but they're going to like mix it with some of the stuff from the Halloween party with like candy. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. You know I love after hours events though, so Yes. I mean, isn't this only a matter of time before they say, Oh, we're gonna do a Christmas one too? Because I mean it, it, I guess they're waiting to see how well this one sells pre pre sells before they Or see if they can do the full Christmas and get the uh get yeah. the full Christmas parade and everything in. Yeah. So let me see if I get this straight about the, the boo bash. Um you're reducing your time in the park by approximately two hours. That's not counting the fact that you could get in early for the Halloween party as well, but you won't be able to for this. There's not going to be a parade. There's not going to be fireworks. And they're probably going to charge more than they did for the Halloween party when it's all said and done. Does that sound about right? Maybe. Sounds, yeah, that's in the realm. Yeah. You know, if I'm, if I'm there in the fall, I'm going to do this, right? Yes, we know that. <laughs> Not to mention, I mean, that what what was the deal with the name? They just call it Boo Bash, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like people coming in and like bludgering ghost, <laughs> okay, bludgeoning okay. or something. There's beating them. That's what it sounds wasn't like. Boo the? <laughs> wasn't she the character from Monsters Inc? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, that would even be bad. That would be worse. <laughs> that was a kid, <laughs> right? <sighs> but didn't they call the one in? Disneyland, the Oogie Boogie Bash, something, something like that. But it was a, it was different because it didn't they do that at California Adventure too, or they did it. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, I, I hate to see them put out an event that's, it's more exclusive, but it doesn't look like it would be of the same quality. Let's put it that way. I think they're just trying to capitalize on the fact that people love the Halloween party, and this is like Halloween party light, so they're trying to. Get that extra revenue, but if they charge the same, even it's not going to be right. worth have, it. Have these, has it gone on sale yet? No, not till June. June, okay. I was just trying to figure out what the pricing was. Well, let's see. Yeah, they so. basically announced it at the halfway point to Halloween. I'm surprised they haven't already started the party. I mean, <laughs> might it, as well start the Halloween. And isn't it? Isn't it like August 10th? Isn't it the first date? Mm-hmm. Halloween in August. Yeah, gotta get. That's what they always out. did. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel about this. That's what I'm, I mean. Well, I guess I have expressed some feelings regarding it, but I doubt they're going to do what they were doing back when they did have the Halloween parties, when you could buy like a season's pass just to the party. Remember that, right? So you oh, had like yeah. a party pass That's you right. say, and you could go to as many Halloween parties as you wanted. In the I remember season. that. So with this, they're going to get roughly what thirty dates, thirty some odd dates, probably, and they're going to make a lot of money. Between August and Halloween, I'm guessing. So, yeah. And the party scheduled to start at like 9.30. Is that right? It starts at 9. And you can enter at 7. You can enter at 7, even without a ticket. Really? To the park. Okay, well, at least there's that. If Adam goes, he's going to wait in line to meet Moana. (laughs) I will never do that again. Thank you very much. I will not do that again. Uh, were you standing in line where you're saying, make way, make way? <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have. <laughs> and I, I didn't even want to say you're welcome. Because <laughs> yeah. she took like a 30-minute break halfway. And 
we were getting close to the front and she decides to take a 30 minute break. And I guess face characters can't switch out like that. So she was like literally on break and then the same character came back. Oh, okay. Same person. I guess that, yeah. that makes sense that they can't switch out though. Because the, the kid would be like, wait a minute, that's not the same Moana. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're not Moana, you're an imposter. Anyway. Anyway, well, I think that wraps up our news. We we had a short news segment this week because we had a pretty good interview. Yeah. I feel like next week we'll be able to maybe start previewing some of our upcoming trips. But until then, if you want to find us, where can you do that? Well, you can do so on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcasts. We, of course, have a Spreadshirt store in which you can find your exclusive TWTM merchandise, including the Rafts are a Ride shirt. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcast. We also have a YouTube channel in which you can see uh, some videos that we have posted, hopefully to put some more content on there soon. Uh, just search for TWTM podcast. And you can visit our website, which is travelingwithamouse.com, and our email address, which is podcast at travelingwithamouse.com. So, for John and Adam, this is Jason, and this has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. I feel like I'm on the radio now because I've kind of gotten that spiel down.